Good morning, Montclair. Happy first day of June. Oh my God, I can't believe it's already June. This is crazy. My name is Sabrina Heisick and you are listening to the one and only ever second episode for the Tuesday edition of the summer 2021 morning buzz on 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair. Today, I am joined here today with my wonderful co-host. Daji. And newscaster. Isa. All right, hey guys. So I'm so happy to see you guys again. How are you guys doing? Oh, awesome. <laughs> amazing, amazing. All right, let's get this show on the road. First off, we have our newscaster, Issa. Take it away. Of course, you're listening to 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair. I am Issa Winnick today with your news update. So for local news in New Jersey, on June 4th, the state is planning to have the most aggressive opening plays yet in the words of Governor Phil Murphy, according to the patch.com. Uh, as of Friday, indoor gatherings and capacity limits will be lifted. Dance floor restrictions will go away and workplace rules will also be lifted. Uh, many workplaces, childcare centers and stores will no longer require uh, to keep offices staffed at a minimum level or accommodate remote work. Furthermore, the indoor gatherings limit for political gatherings, weddings, funerals, memorial services, performances, and other catered or commercial events, uh, which are currently capped at 250 people, will be removed by June 4th this Friday. Uh, general indoor gathering capacities are currently capped at 50 people, but they will also be lifted entirely. Now for news coming from the United States. According to AP News, an increasing number of American citizens have been apprehended as what as many have tried to smuggle illegal drugs into the United States since the start of the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, an uptick that's come amid travel restrictions at the border with Mexico. Uh, for more than a year, the closure of the southern border to non-essential traffic has sharply limited the number of foreign citizens entering the U.S. by land, but not exiting. Uh, the rules have been extended at least until June 21st, but Mexican authorities have allowed most U.S. citizens to simply walk or drive to the south across the border with relative ease and no restrictions. Uh, however, with the new restrictions easing on the pandemic and this return slowly back to this pre-pandemic life, officials say that they will enforce stricter border patrols from now on. Now for international news, the World Health Organization has announced a new naming system for the variants of COVID-19, according to BBC News. For now, who will use Greek letters to refer to variants first detected in countries such as the UK, South Africa, India, and beyond. The UK variant, for instance, is labeled Alpha, while the South African variant is named Beta, and the Indian variant is named Delta. Uh, who said that this is simply to simplify uh, the variants and not confuse them between uh, the country's information as they exchange uh, what new things are happening with the variants over time, but it will also help remove some stigma from their names and eventually any uh, racist comments about the countries. And last but not least, for media news and entertainment news, John Krasinski's thriller sequel, A Quiet Place Part Two, has opened over the Memorial Day weekend to a best pandemic for uh, $48.4 million 
uh, box office success, according to the studio estimates on Sunday. Uh, including the Monday holiday, the studio forecasts that the film will gross uh, $58.5 million in North America alone. It was also added that another $22 million in ticket sales will be estimated overseas and most likely hit that limit. Uh, the film's performance cheered a movie industry that has been punished and transformed greatly to accommodate to the pandemic. Paramount Pictures, uh, A Quiet Place Part Two, uh, which was on the cusp of opening in March 2021 before theaters shut down, is really excited to have people back in seats, back in the theaters, enjoying the widescreen view. Now, with this unexpected success, uh, but yet very celebrated success of reopening cinemas, filmmakers are very relieved and excited to keep showing more films on the big screen and have people come back to the movie theaters. Now, as for weather in Montclair, it is quite cloudy outside today with a chance of being sunny uh, throughout the day uh, with a high of 77 and a low of 58 with a 0% chance of rain. Today, we'll have about 43% humidity and a lovely sunset at 8.22 p.m. Now, this concludes our news update for June 1st, 2021, aka Happy International Kids Day for people who celebrate Polish culture and, and many other things like that. <laughs> From WMSC, I'm Isa Winek, and I hope you have an amazing day. Thank you, Isa. That was absolutely amazing. I loved your newscast. So much important information in it. It was great. I'm, I'm so excited to see The Quiet Place, too. That's all I have to say. Um, but nonetheless, we're going to move on to our first story. So, guys, Memorial Day weekend just happened. In my personal opinion, it was definitely like a memorable one in the sense that it like it just rained and it rained more on Saturday and Sunday. And I feel really bad because I know so many people invest so much money into like going down to the shore or they make like vacation plans on Memorial Day weekend. And then to think that all that just kind of like fell apart because of the rain, it really stinks. But hey, I mean, at least yesterday was super nice and beautiful. I personally kind of burned my face a little bit for those of you who are on Facebook Live. So that was great. Um, and for many, it was actually their first time in the past 15 months that they were gathered in large groups with no masks and no social distancing after Governor Murphy announced on Friday that the mask mandate has been lifted for indoor settings. So this is a really, I think it's a it's the first big holiday since the pandemic started that we were actually able to go back to normal which i think is crazy and amazing and many people all over new jersey celebrated yesterday in this past weekend with parades food marching man performances there is even a reading of the gettysburg address so a lot of celebration happened and I don't know, I wanna hear about your weekends. What did you guys do? Did anything memorable happen? Well, I must say for me, even though the weather was a bummer, I'm really happy I got to meet with my cousins uh, who live in like Northern New Jersey and they have a new pool, which we were supposed to try out, but still I feel it was the gathering aspect that was more important because we had a lot of fun together. Um, my cousins are very much into video games and they showed me all these different VR things and modern things they have. Uh, which was really exciting. Um, I feel talking to a lot of people was like with a lot of my family members that I don't usually see for a long time was also really nice because we got to bond again, especially after uh, not only this strict pandemic, but also our long semester at school where we didn't really have a spring break or really a chance to really recuperate or meet with family or just like really enjoy 
enjoy the time and celebrate. So I'm really happy I got to meet up with my family, enjoy some time with my cousins and also have the opportunity to play with the Great Dane, which was exciting but scary, especially in a small house when it rains. Mm. Yeah, for sure. What about you, Daji? What did you do? Well, I think it was more like spring cleanup in my household. <laughs> like yesterday, I went to Home Depot and the mask mandate was off. Like a lot of people were not wearing it. It was really crowded. Um, and it was just different. Like I was like, oh, it feels back to normal. And I spent my day, you know, with bugs, which I am not a big fan of. <laughs> so what were you doing with bugs? Well, my mom wanted me to pick up like um soil from and it had been raining in the weekend. So, you know, like the bugs and the creepers come out when <laughs> it starts like when it's raining outside. And I, I pick it up and I'm not noticing that there's like a bunch of like these weird worms like right under it. And I just keep moving them. And by the fifth, like big pack of soil, I realized it and I screamed and ran like I couldn't deal with it. So, I, yeah, I really <laughs> had no idea that me asking you how your Memorial Day weekend would go <laughs> would lead to bugs and you screaming and running from them. But hey, I love it. You you know to be fair like it rained the entire weekend so it's not like there was too much you can do and thankfully though like since so many things are now open there was much more of a variety of things you could have done however still it was raining and cold and <laughs> i went from like being 80 degrees last week which was super hot to being like 40 degrees on this holiday weekend which is kind of ironic in a sense yeah but i'm gonna pull up some pictures from nj.com guys of how people celebrated. So we have some parades, we have people, this man, he was actually reading the Gettysburg Address in Vineland, New Jersey, which was cool. We have marching band, sorry, I'm a big marching band dork. I did color guard <laughs> in high school. So naturally I'm like, yeah, <laughs> people celebrating all over, fire trucks, we have some flags. Oh, I think this is so cute. Like Ooh, bubbles. I know. And even like I'm big into photography and this is so cool how like the bubbles are like flying right in this little boy's face. It's so adorable. <laughs> we have, oh, it's okay. This is not a pony. It's actually a horse, which really surprises me because I thought it was a pony. But yeah, as we can see, people celebrated all over, which I think is absolutely fantastic and exciting because I mean, it's been so long. And it's it also interesting to see like, you know, how some people still wear their masks and some how people didn't. And I'm glad to see that there still are people wearing masks because as we know, not everyone in New Jersey is fully vaccinated just yet. But it's good to see that people hopefully are taking this seriously and they're still trying to be cognizant of the people who aren't vaccinated and the people who are still at risk because you know we still got to think about that even though it's exciting to get back to normal we have to remember that there are still some people who could potentially get very sick from this yeah yeah now to talk about ways of protecting ourselves uh do many of us know where our food is imported from or what products your favorite food brand uses 
It was recently discovered by News 12 that some known baby food manufacturers have been found to contain high levels of potential toxic heavy metals, including lead, mercury, and a few others. It was announced by the FDA that they plan to propose a lower amount of lead and arsenic in baby food. However, it won't take effect until 2024 and will be voluntary to the companies. Getting these levels to zero may be difficult to achieve in the present time due to arsenic and other metals getting into food from soil and water. Now, what parent does not want to wish to keep their child safe? Kevin Loria and the American Academy of Pediatrics have a few tips for parents to keep their child safe. Kevin Loria Consumer Reports has tested baby foods for nearly 10 years and expresses the importance of limiting the intake of the highest risk foods. Food like rice cereal, sweet potatoes, or juices like apple juice, grape juice. Some of these foods are good, but not to be consumed every day. The American Academy of Pediatrics suggests First is to avoid giving juice to children under one. If older, it's best to get a medical professional's advice. Secondly, the consumption of rice cereal should be limited to two to three times a week. This is because rice contains high levels of arsenic. Another tip is to limit snacks like puffs or teething biscuits as it contains high levels of metal. Overall, both Loria and the American Academy of Pediatrics recommends being aware of what a baby or child consumes as some can leave a health impact on the child who's still developing. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I am, you know, in my 20s, but I still love the puffs or the teething biscuits for babies. They're so good. So I'm really upset that they come and say that apparently they have high, you know, a high concentration of metal. I don't know. What's your take on this, guys? Um, well, I can honestly say I don't think I've had those since I was a baby dodgy, but maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just uncultured a little bit. I don't know. But I think just overall, it's so disturbing and saddening when all these foods that people love to eat are just, you read about them and they're so bad for you. Because I feel like I'm constantly reading articles about the food that I like and it. I think it's like somewhat decently healthy, you know, like no one thinks that baby food is bad for you. Like it's usually made of good stuff. Like it's just crushed vegetables or fruits. Like how can that be bad for you, you think? But here is another case of us finding out that something that we love that we think is good for us turns out actually has some really bad stuff in it for us. So it's really disheartening in a sense. Yeah. I feel like every day, like my dad loves to read about foods that I love that are apparently bad for me. For example, like peanut butter has some stuff that's really not good for you that um, that my dad loves to tell me about. So he <laughs> you know, tries to stop me from buying peanut butter, which really makes me upset because that's my favorite food. <laughs> and it's just like another case of this. Isa, what do you think? You know, honestly, for me, it's very surprising to see that children's food or like baby food is like one of those things that needs to be especially very clean because these are little kids who have very either little to no immune systems or really any, I would say, strong functions in their like organisms. So they need like a lot of this clean, very like precise nutrients. And just to see that they have such heavy metals and like toxins in them is kind of disturbing. And uh, furthermore, I feel it's unethical that this suddenly comes out now and it didn't come out earlier. Like uh, I am aware just, from visiting Europe, and I'm not promoting anything here, but from my travels, 
And um, from my experiences in countries in Europe and in America, I see that like their food regulations are so much more diff different, if not cleaner. Because here in America, uh, I'm not sure, are you aware, but I know that high fructose corn syrup is, for example, illegal in Poland and many other countries. While here in America, it's mm -hmm. legal and it's considered um, it, like, I, I, know, I heard many controversial claims about it, uh, that it's usually considered unhealthy. Uh, and it's banned in other countries, but it's allowed here. And in America, they allow uh, a few unethical practices, which really damage people's health, as opposed to in Europe. So for me, this is just shocking that how could they make something non-food or toxic that come into food? For mm -hmm. me, it's just, um, it's surprising. It's a little disheartening just to think that like a lot of companies might be just doing this for profit or might be doing this simply just like to to get the easy way out as opposed to actually caring for citizens and everything which is a uh, yeah it's it's a little heartbreaking yeah mm -hmm. and to add on to that even yellow number five and six which is like a food dye type of thing that's in a lot of the foods we eat today it's banned in several european countries and that's something that could potentially like one of the causes it could potentially lead to cancer if you have too much of it and it's literally in so many foods like almost every cereal has yellow number five or six and it's so disheartening when you see that oh here are other countries taking initiative and who are trying to help their people and then like the united states where it's just it's about money it's like oh we gotta sell it we don't care about the effects we don't care if we harm the rest of our people like it's so sad in a sense it is but sad it's a little shocking how um isa said that you said Poland, right? That they, it's illegal to have high fructose. I'm aware in, in many food. countries in Europe, it's a, it's illegal. I need to move to Europe then because I have a high fructose intolerance. So anything that has high fructose, I like crash. I cannot deal with that. So it, it is interesting how some countries deal with certain things. You know, they make it a priority. They even make it illegal. Like that's insane to me. Like, I don't know. I feel like babies are our priority. They're literally our next generation. So it's like, do we not want, you know, people to coexist here? So it's interesting. Yeah. I'm really surprised. I've never heard of someone who's high fruit toast intolerant. <laughs> like that's the first one. Yeah. It's not well, fun. <laughs> but uh, Dodgy, in a way, I do have to relate because I am sensitive to sugar as well. When I was younger, like I would, I remember I would eat a lot of apples, a lot of like, I would say things that have fructose. Yeah. And then I, I started getting very jittery after them. And over a while, like I stopped and it stopped. And then when I tried eating fruit again, it just, it did not go too well with me just simply because I would like, I would almost have these tremors almost. And oh. apparently it's called insulin sensitivity or something. I don't have diabetes or anything. It just, I'm more sensitive to sugar than not. So I feel, I feel that kind of runs along the same lines. Mm -hmm. Well, for me, I just get intense pain on my lower right mm -hmm. side because I have other medical conditions and it feels like somebody is stabbing me repeatedly. Mm -hmm. Like when I drink Coca-Cola, I cannot drink that. It makes me really like sick anything that has fructose I even look in the back of the labels and I'm not a big nutrition person but you know <laughs> mm -hmm. and on top of that that's what they recommend look at that um like for babies look at what exactly you're giving your child and focus on the toxins at least regulate it like don't give your child every day 
rice um what was it rice cereal which is also yes. very good I have a lot of little cousins so I try baby foods okay <laughs> <laughs> but yeah try it I remember when I was younger, what my, uh, since we are good old Polish people who make a lot of food, my <laughs> grandmother, what she would do, she would um, take like, for example, an apple, like Macintosh apple, because they're like softer and she would grate it for us. And she would give us like applesauce. She would make soups, like veggie soups. And then she would just blend them and she would give them to us. And they're homemade, natural, like great ingredients. She would give us a bone broth. It's like, um, literally you, uh, when you throw in like a chicken bone, into like a pot of water and you let it boil add some spices apparently that is very healthy for you it has many like vitamins and minerals but she would make a lot of homemade things and she would just blend them for us like I remember uh, we had crazy things blend for us like actual human food like soups and like even I remember we had like a meat stew and she just blended for us and gave it to us so like babies could eat a lot of things as long as I feel it's natural it doesn't have any like it gives you enough nutrients but it's so I feel easy to like give them homemade things if you don't necessarily trust the store-bought things just make sure it's easy to swallow and everything yeah, yeah just something as simple as buying like organic fruits or organic vegetables and just putting them in the blender and i know personally this is what my mom used to do for me and i think it worked out well i mean at the time anyways it's like you're a baby so like you don't really you don't really know what you're eating anyways so you can <laughs> give them smushed peas all those smush smushed vegetables that we might not love today but to a baby since they don't have many taste buds it could taste amazing to them exactly yeah, yeah. it's just so crazy to think about also like reading this article now and knowing that we were once babies how we probably were fed this same baby food at the time that had you know metals in <laughs> oh, it so yeah, it's so kind of scary. like like when you think about it like we don't even know what's coming into our body especially at that age and even today when you go out to eat like you don't know the full story behind the food and that's exactly. kind of a scary thing and that's like some like a reason why i i don't want to say i prefer to make my own food because i really don't cook that much and i do i like to eat food a lot out because it's fun and you get to try a bunch of new things but like at the end of the day you really don't know what's going into that food which yeah not you don't the best thought or feeling <laughs> if there's yeah, oh if i could just add one like small thing if there's any way that uh, anything that i feel i took away especially from my own personal interest in like wellness and nutrition and how we got into like um training and like knowing how the body works uh if there's one thing i took away like it all boils down to like simple truths like drink water eat whole foods don't eat processed stuff no matter what it is no matter what diet you're on just like try to focus on whole foods try to focus on foods that maybe aren't like sprayed with many pesticides or anything and just like be active focus on the simple stuff like and then you'll be healthy you'll be fine you don't have to like think about like oh this that like is this product better oh this one's organic this one's this this one's that just focus on simple whole foods that are like maybe locally grown that you know it's not gonna do anything bad so stay away from cup noodle soup is what you're saying. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> occasionally I would say it's fine, but on a daily basis, it could <laughs> potentially have a negative effect on your health. I was going to say Daji, at least like with foods that are high in fructose, like you mentioned Coca-Cola, like that's something that a lot of Americans, well, I'm specifically saying America because I don't really know other countries as well. But I know a lot of Americans love Coca-Cola and they're addicted to it. And here's something that's really bad for your body. So on the bright side, 
is keeping you away from intaking some of these really unhealthy products too. Yeah, I you guess. Gotta think <laughs> <laughs> That's what you just gotta try to think Yeah, but sometimes you want that with peaks of I know, but like, <laughs> you got Daji, you gotta work with me here. You're not having as many high intake sugar drinks. Like those are the biggest waste of calories, in my opinion. And even though every now and then, especially during the summer, like on a hot day, after like a really long hike or walk, it's like, ah, like a nice Coca-Cola. But hey, at the end of the day, it's not doing anything for your body. It's just making you like break out in your face and putting a lot of sugar into your body, which isn't good for you. So you're right. Yeah. Honestly, you're I, must, <laughs> I must say to Daji, like, it's actually much easier to substitute with something that tastes so much better. Like for me, I remember when I was younger, I had an obsession with ginger ale until it started hurting my stomach and I started feeling weird after it. So what I did instead, I took seltzer water. Ooh, the horrible taste of seltzer water. <laughs> I, seltzer water. I brewed myself, this was during the summer, I brewed myself uh, some Polish tea. And if anyone has tried Polish tea out there, they have amazing flavors. They have like berry, they have like rose flavored and they're nice and sweet flavors, but it's not actually sweetened it's just like the dried fruit and the dried herbs so I would brew myself some of that tea and I would add some of the seltzer water to it sweeten it maybe with a little bit of honey or lemon and it's or it's sweet on its own and you could try that or add a little bit of stevia and uh yeah I personally really like stevia some people don't like the aftertaste <laughs> but I know it's like a zero calorie sweetener and you could add that and drink it and it sometimes tastes much better than soda or like if you have a cinnamon tea that tastes completely like soda because it's sweet on its own and you could just add that to uh, add some seltzer to that and it's it's like a healthy version of soda like I've tried it and I think it's awesome it sounds good now I want some so sad <laughs> no no high fructose corn syrup no anything like you could enjoy yeah. it yeah it does great. it sounds good it does sound good I'm trying to think like do I have any healthy alternatives <laughs> yeah like honestly I'm a big water person like I have my big my big water bottle right here to keep me hydrated <laughs> well, all right guys I think we're gonna take a short break We'll be right back in a few minutes and you're listening to WMSE Upper Montclair. All right, and we are back. You're listening to 90.3 WMSE Upper Montclair. Speaking of ways we can help our children, here is a story about how the arts will benefit your child's mental health. So I don't know where you guys stand in regards to the arts, if you guys were involved in high school or if you guys are still involved today in college. But when I say the arts, I'm not just talking about art class. I'm talking about theater, orchestra, band, choir, dance. NJ educators told NJ Spotlight News, start quote, performing arts will be critical to help students and communities build back from lockdowns, end quote. Since the start of the pandemic, so many art programs have struggled so much, especially having to wear masks in class and social distance, having to deal with remote instruction. Like, I don't know if anyone has ever tried to sing while on a Zoom call, but it's pretty difficult. So I can only imagine being in your choir class on Zoom and how hard that must be. Not to mention the arts were often overlooked in the academic hierarchy. But as things have begun to open up, the arts have helped lead the way by engaging students and reconnecting schools and their communities. Several high school plays and musicals were held outdoors this year in New Jersey after not having a live audience in more than a year. Another benefit of the arts is it advocates for social and emotional health. It 
it helps you mentally and it really puts you in a better state of mind. Maurice Elias, a professor of psychology at Rutgers University and director of Rutgers Social, Emotional and Character Development said, start quote, arts educators are a secret weapon in fostering positive mental health for kids, end quote. Even though there's still many logisticals that we need to work out for next year going back into arts classes, this is something that Governor Murphy cares about and it's something that's important for the future of mental health, especially for these kids coming out of the pandemic going back into school. I know I can personally say like in high school, I did orchestra, I played the cello, I did dance my senior year, I did stage crew and I really feel like there were so many benefits of doing these things. Like not only does does it get you out and doing something, but it makes you social, it helps you get involved, it puts you in a better mindset. And I really feel like music is something that's so important to every growing child's experience that will definitely benefit you in many shapes and forms. Would you guys agree? You guys can disagree too. I will not. <laughs> I strongly agree. No, me too. I completely agree as well because I feel artistic expression is like this beautiful way to just enhance anyone's creativity, not just the child itself through just like combining with these stories, with music, with performance. It's beautiful because you could come together and just create this amazing project. And it's something to be proud of. And to really, I feel like me, I've been a part of like theater ever since I was like in school I was a part of show choir and I always loved to perform and it it always inspired me and it's something great to see like it's um, a great opportunity to collaborate between students uh, to really see how far you could push your potential and potentially if you would like to go into a performance career and I feel it made me a more confident person and allowed me really to open my horizons to what is possible so I feel that it's an essential part of like um, of school and it, development on its own and it, it should definitely be kept in the school system yeah and it's so it's so hard and like sad when you see like the arts this past year because even though we're not in high school anymore I don't know what your high schools personally did but like my brother he is in high school and he plays the cello and having to do remote orchestra is so completely different than being in person sitting there with your entire group playing songs like it's a completely different experience but however I was happy to see that my high school did the Adams family for their spring musical and I actually went last Saturday and I saw them and they did the whole play outside everyone brought their lawn chairs you sat down you relaxed it was like a beautiful night and you saw them perform outside which I thought was like the coolest thing ever I don't know why it made me feel like I was in the 80s like something about being outside and like like drive-ins and like sitting and watching things live in front of you just made me feel like I was in the 80s so I love that but it was just such a it was such a wholesome experience that like I loved and I actually hope they continue to do because outdoor performances are so nice like not to hate on being inside because I know it's great because you have all the lighting all set up and you have the stage and the seats but there's something just so beautiful and refreshing about being outdoors and seeing this stuff come to life as well so instead of like going to parks when I was younger my mom would take me to Lincoln Center or to Central Park since we lived nearby like 
um, because they always had events, especially in the summer, wherever they would do shows outside. So I get that. Um, and I hated it during the time because, you know, it's like Dodgy. eight, what? 10 year old me, like, <laughs> why am I here? <laughs> but it was nice. You you learned how to appreciate just art in general, like music, be it acting, theater, opera. It was awesome. So I feel like that that is something that should be, you know, in school's curriculum simply because it it teaches people how to look at the world in a different way look at them in in a creative aspect because I feel like I mean a lot of people don't have that um because in my high school we did not have anything arts related unfortunately except for what AP art <laughs> that's it so I wish we had theater or music classes um but I feel like that is something fundamental especially now we can see that that's actually what's helping a lot of students you know that's so crazy when you say like you had no like very few arts programs within your school especially because what saddens me the most about like the art program is I feel like they definitely don't get enough attention like a lot of the money goes to sports and I think this is I mean, I could be wrong, but this is like a, a worldwide problem where a lot of money goes to sports and the arts is often forgotten about, which stinks because not every kid is into sports. And I feel like the benefits of the arts are just so beneficial. The benefits are so Yeah, I would, I would have to agree. I, I am aware that uh, a lot of money does go to sports because it makes a lot of money in return. It's easy to sell a lot of stadium tickets and food and do many things, whereas opposed to theater, like it's more quiet, composed, maybe it's limited as, a, as, a, as opposed to like a sports venue. But yeah, I agree. It's um, Unfortunately, it's more of like a for-profit concept that's why they uh, promote more sports because you could see more people and sell more like expensive tickets but I completely agree that um it's something beautiful that still should be embraced and uh I feel that with the return of like people coming back to the cinemas to watch films or to see live performances and theaters with now the pandemic coming to a close hopefully very soon um that like we could see we're going to see an increase of people and definitely I feel the fact that many of the of these live performances and performances in general like in like in front of a large crowd were taken away uh I feel like it created a longing for them so many people will like like we uh in my earlier newscast that for a quiet place too there was a huge box office success so people definitely miss this and I have a feeling that people are going to be going back to this very soon in like massive amounts yeah for sure i'm sorry i just want to go back to the idea of like having remote choir like this might sound funny but <laughs> i just can't comprehend how difficult that must have been and for choirs to still come out and like sound decent and good like after a year of just doing like virtual singing like i can't even imagine how terrible that must have been i know for an event that we hosted this year at one point we wanted everyone to say like I think it was like happy birthday WMSC like together on a zoom call there was like maybe like 20 <laughs> or 30 of us and it came out so disoriented and so bad and to imagine that this is what people do like if you they have choir class because I know East our Adaji you said that your school didn't offer many arts classes where like my high school we had so many arts classes even though the sports still got way more money than the arts did. However, we still had choir class. And like to think that those kids were on choir 
trying to sing at the same time. <laughs> like how frustrating must have that been for the choir teacher? You know, it just makes you realize how important your five senses are. I mean, not all of them in that moment, but like, think about it. When you're in a room with a group of people, sound is so important when you're doing music. Like, you got to listen for a beat, listen to the person next to you. So that's just really interesting. I feel like that just goes back to like how the arts, it teaches you how to be intuitive um, of your surrounding environment and like how to process things differently. I don't know. I'm a, I really love the art, so I'm biased. <laughs> <laughs> no, me too. I'm like, but the yeah, same I would have to agree. <laughs> playing an instrument because you have to pay attention to the conductor. You have to pay attention to the rest of your section and then what you're doing and the music in front of you. It's and timing and there's so much that goes into it. And I think this is why I was so bad at playing the cello because so much went into it. I just don't <laughs> think I could mentally comprehend all that was going on at the same time. All the more reason why it's so impressive when people do do it right. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And you were talking about lawn chairs and watching a presentation, right? What was it? it? What was it that you watched? A musical. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Adams Family. <laughs> yes. So in regards to that, apparently there um due to the pandemics many events were obviously canceled in our local town or neighboring city but we're already looking to be better than 2020 Hoboken has a nice event called movie under the stars it's located in pier a as well as the seventh and jackson park the movies will take place at 9 p.m on wednesday nights in june and july and 8 p.m or 8 30 p.m wednesday nights in august what's great is admission is free Social distancing should still apply in the environment, of course. A few of the movies that are going to be shown include Nomadland, Little Women, Coming to America, Soul, Aladdin, Greece, West Side Story, and much more. The schedule for the movies and locations will be provided at a later date. But just think about that. It's like, it's cute. <laughs> I don't know. In my opinion, okay. that's awesome. Like, even like without the pandemic alone, that's such a nice idea to just to get together and watch a movie outside. I feel it makes it that much more special. I remember one of uh, my local elementary schools in my neighborhood also once hosted like a little movie outdoors under the stars where they had like this big blow up screen and it was during the summer and they sold popcorn and they had people watching and it was like that much of a more magical experience like it could be the same film but the fact that it's outside it's nice and cozy like you could hear the outdoor ambience but like you could also hear the movie on the loudspeakers like it's it's a beautiful way to like spend one of your summer evenings and I, I would totally go for this I mean you got me at my favorite four-letter word free <laughs> <laughs> nothing is free in New Jersey so <laughs> the fact that here we are being able to like going to see free movies. I think that's fantastic. And not to mention that you can even vote on the movie that you want to see. So people actually have a say on what they want to watch. I'm assuming you could vote online, which is so cool. And Nomadland, I love that movie. I definitely will go there to see it again. So I am <laughs> super excited. And it's kind of cool how it's similar to like a drive-in movie, except I'm assuming this is where like, I just want to clarify, Daji, like you sit down on yeah. like, the floor. Okay. Bring your blankets and enjoy nature. Yeah. yeah. But 
I, I don't know. I really love the fact that it, I don't know. It's cute. I looked up m movie under the stars, like on Google and apparently most cities have that like new york city has that and they're free and i'm like this is free why isn't this advertised more <laughs> but yeah um i just like that jersey also has it it's nice hoboken and you have the skyline of new york city so i feel like that's a romantic date right there or oh. just relaxing with your friends like what yeah but some food it could be dinner and a movie yeah oh look at that or you can bring the dinner. Did you mean that? Bring the dinner to the place? Yeah. <laughs> the, okay, yeah. <laughs> I know my sister, she once gave me this interesting suggestion to like have like takeout food or like Chinese food or like um even like pizza or something like that and like watch a movie outside. Once she suggested that for the summer and we tried it, it was so fun. I completely <laughs> recommend because it's fun. You don't have to make dinner or anything. You just have takeout and then you just chill and you watch a movie and you munch on your lovely the little meal you have like it's it's something it really makes it so so special mm -hmm. it does this really brings me back to like just the obviously the pandemic it it stunk like no doubt about it however the one good thing in my opinion that came out of this pandemic was just being able to do so much more outside and having so much more available for you to do and more options and just an, a dramatic increase in outdoor dining and even though this is coming after the pandemic is coming to a close. It's still, I feel like they might've chosen to do this because of the pandemic. Cause here's another safe outdoor thing that you could do. So it just really makes me feel like, like I love this. Like I wanna be outside more. I like watching movies outside. I love outdoor drive-ins and movies and dining. And it makes me really happy because I way rather be in the fresh air around nature than being stuffed up inside my personal thing no it's true and what's best i feel like most people around you like around me especially they will be on their phones 24 7 so now i feel like with the pandemic people are more like let's have family time let's you know talk to each other communicate so it's nice and they're involving technology with like the environment that's nice people can you know realize you know we're walking on planet earth we're enjoying the scenic route so it's it's nice i like it but speaking of things that you know are recommended to be done during the summer on june 3rd the largest harry potter store is about to open in new york the whole store was designed to resemble the actual Harry Potter world as much as possible, which is so cool. They even have a spiral staircase that descends into a space made to look like the Ministry of Magic. Ooh, that seems Ooh. cool. That's really Over cool. 1,000 wizarding world props are on display, some of them that were even in the feature films such as the main character wands characters wands are all over the store and tom riddle's journal the store is full of moments that fans can geek over such as pick a wand like at ollivander's so you get to literally like pick your wand at the store like you could get your own wand, guys like this is crazy <laughs> as if you're actually in the movie you get to 
go into the Ma uh, Ministry of Magic inside a red phone box, which is cool. You even get to try on Hagrid's boots. What, what more can you want in life than to try on <laughs> Hagrid's boots? The store is even filled with iconic candy from the movie. Specifically at Honey Duke's Corner, you can get anything from Birdie Bot's Every Flavor Beans to Chocolate Frogs. <laughs> and not to mention, guys, there is also a Butterbeer Bar. Whoa, that's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> and last but not least, customers can also play two exciting Harry Potter-themed virtual reality games. That was so much, guys. I'm sorry to overwhelm you with happiness and excitement because I know, like, I'm not even the biggest Harry Potter fan. If I'm being completely frank, I think I saw the Harry Potter movies, like, four years ago for the first time. But I was like, what? I was like, I know, I know I was really late. I was definitely like a Hunger Games type of person growing up. And I was very like, just dedicated. to. <laughs> I was like, no other movies, just that. But I think these movies are fantastic. And I'm so excited to see this store based off of it. And it sounds so cool and intricate. And I definitely am adding it to my bucket list of things to do this summer. I think as soon as I come for did like the fact that fantasy existed and was awesome I fell in love with Harry Potter and I would watch it so many times like every movie every year whenever it came out my mom would just be sick of me like oh my gosh it's again <laughs> like it's happening again so it was I don't know I feel like it's awesome now that they're making a whole store for it I wish it would have happened like, you know, 10 years ago. It would have been nice. It would have been little me like, whoa, this is so cool. But yeah, I, I don't know. I'm really excited about it. It sounds fun. How about you, Isa? Oh, honestly, I remember ever since I was younger, I always loved fantasy. I really, really liked them. I would say just any aspect that just has to do with magic, with like dragons, with yeah. all these different creatures and young heroes saving the day. And I remember I loved Narnia. I liked Harry Potter. I wasn't maybe too much into the story aspect, but I really liked like the concept and the world behind it. I also really liked Hunger Games and sci-fi. So I was very much <laughs> into that. I remember um, just a quick side note that when those movies came out, I went every time to the theater and bugged like the heck out of my parents to watch them. <laughs> I even analyzed them for a few essays in school. <laughs> I'm proud of you. This is... Oh, thank you. I got, I got good grades. That's what I could say. <laughs> but, um, I feel really excited by this because it's very beautiful to see that they could bring such things to life. Like you read it about, like you read about it in books, and you think about it. You could even like fantasize, like, oh, maybe I'll get a wand. I can do this. I can do that. And here you could actually have a real life experience. So I feel this is definitely a go-to on my bucket list for the summer. I'm really excited for it, and I can't wait to explore it myself because there's so much that you could read about and see, like in pictures and visuals. But there's such a big difference when you go there in person. It sounds so exciting. Speaking yeah. of visuals, if you're on Facebook Live right now we're going to show you what it actually looks like. So this is what the exterior of the store looks like. So we have the Harry Potter logo and a little flag. Then we have the spiral staircase that is inside of this place. And what I love about this is that it's resembled to look exactly like the movie. So mm -hmm. I think that is super cool. We have some cloaks from Hogwarts. Oh, Halloween. Yes. Ooh. 
I already see it. <laughs> yeah. Or or every day at home. <laughs> Here's the red box telephone booth, which looks exactly like from the movie. For oh. sure. I'm gonna say we have Honey Duke's corner with all the candy. So we'll have to try that, guys. <laughs> mm. We'd have to use the, the butterbeer bar. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm like, this looks so cool. Look at those cupcakes. I know they look so good. Oh They're cute. They look that looks like a vanilla like <laughs> cupcake with like some nice vanilla whipped what is it <laughs> yes frosting i was like whipped cream <laughs> <laughs> oh that, that does it look really good and i know you had said that you were hufflepuff right sabrina yes yeah we're both hufflepuff do you know what you are isa no we have to represent no in <laughs> fact i know i know who i am i'm ravenclaw I even call Gryffindor. I'm one of those. One of those. Oh. It's just like I keep going back and forth between the two. I think I think you're Gryffindor because you said oh, you let a bug crawl over you. Like what? <laughs> I would never. <laughs> I'm um, not scared. But what I really love is the VR games. Um, that's really cool. Yeah. Have you guys ever done VR before? Yeah, my um when I used to do architecture and stuff I was just literally with my headset the whole time looking at my space because it had to be perfect from bottom up so yeah for a good year and change I used VR that's so cool I've never actually done VR but like I've read up on it so much this year that like I like I want to try it now and it sounds kind of scary <laughs> low-key because you're like trapped in this like parallel universe basically <laughs> well, and it's kind of creepy are you scared of heights no okay so you'll be fine like my mom is scared of heights and she thought she was falling and she got like sick motion sickness oh my god you can actually get that my cousins they have like a huge oculus rift vr headset and they let me try actually this memorial day weekend it was very interesting because it like you don't have like you could completely look around you could move around in this virtual space and actually they see some people could get motion sick just because simply your brain doesn't necessarily register like um that it's reality it's still trying <laughs> to bring you back to this reality um like you, you know like the, the fact that you could see and everything what you're touching but it's very interesting i recommend you to give it a try um please don't try a horror video game like unfortunately oh. i have because that has scarred me for some time because there was a few times i woke up i'm like oh gosh not there okay because yeah you don't want to scare yourself in the beginning but you could try many cool things like you could visit places you could see something up close like i've even seen that they um uh for like certain they were planning to like enroll this in schools like where you could see like this um uh, like a dangerous animal up close or you could see like a predator up close or go why, to like why would you do that? <laughs> that's kind of cool though like low so scary but terrifying because like I am like like I don't do scary movies very well I am a <laughs> okay. screamer I like spill my popcorn like I don't appreciate that however it is fun to be scared so in that sense I feel like this would be a perfect opportunity to get very scared you know how the a quiet place came out um imagine if it was like vr <laughs> setting i i'm like yeah. not even gonna watch that like i'm really scared of scary movies i will probably have nightmares and not be able to sleep so oh i hope not imagine the vr headset like no Oof. that cannot happen 
Oh, no. Yeah, I'm trying to look at the VR games that we have for Harry Potter World right now. So it's called The Chaos at Hogwarts and Wizards Take Flight. Ooh, so I'm assuming that the Wizards Take Flight, you'll be on your, your broomstick. Yeah. <laughs> would be kind of cool. Yeah. Like, that I, would be cool. Oh, it says, so this is from the article, so start quote. Wizards Take Flight, which lets guests fly on brooms as they battle against Death Eaters over the skies of London and around the grounds of Hogwarts Castle, end quote. So that seems like so cool because you're like flying around on your broom. You're getting that experience. It's like the closest thing <laughs> you can get to like, besides actually being on a plane or helicopter, you're on your VR broom. <laughs> Yay! in the hogwarts in the harry potter store i just hope there's enough for enough people in the store imagine and yeah. when is it they open in two days oh dear it's gonna be so crowded yep I definitely don't go on opening day or don't yeah, no, really on a weekend go I like on like a monday morning when hopefully right <laughs> people are working like or like on the evening like when people are leaving you're like oh like I know that um what was a good like trick because I I seen the chat was mentioned that it's like one of those universal rides I wonder if they have like times like how long do you have to wait so then you could come back every five minutes just to see is it changing or something mm -hmm. because I know like waiting times were so convenient because like you could see okay am I really gonna sacrifice this much time to wait in line yeah. guys oh. I'm just thinking about something now and it's making me a little salty Oh, what is it? Oh, what is it? Oh. Is it fries? <laughs> so caring. I'm like, oh. all right. So you know how we have, you know, the universal Harry Potter theme park, and now we have this Harry Potter store, but we have nothing the Hunger Games. And honestly, that kind of bugs me. So right. Like, why to... is there a Hunger Games store, a Hunger Games theme park? Like, I am like the biggest Katniss Everdeen fan, and I would love to see something the Hunger Games. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, this is a major concern. We should <laughs> raise this to, like, people who are responsible for this. I oh, know. What? Like, what are they doing? Or like, even during that, like, early 2000s period, like, 2000, 2010, like, I feel like there were so many other, like, really popular movies. And I know a lot like of the people, Maze like, Runner? The Maze Runner. I was going to say Twilight, too. Like, oh, no, not Twilight. That, Twilight. that cannot. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> but, like, Twilight was not. Like Narnia, like you know, fantasy-ish something. I guess it's just because of the fact that it's um, you know, Harry Potter is more magical, more positive. Yeah. It's kind of like this it creepy, is disturbing, dystopian concept of kids characters. Harry Potter was like it was like that dream that you would have as a kid where like, ooh, I'm gonna be the chosen one. But Narnia didn't give me chosen one vibes. It was just yeah. more like you know those lucky siblings like okay that's great but with the hunger games i feel honestly like it, we live in different districts already we i feel like we coexist in the hunger games i hope we don't i feel like it's a completely different concept to the chosen one vibe because <laughs> in that case i don't want to be chosen and go to the hunger games <laughs> but it would be it would be really cool to see like a recreation like um i know i'm aware when i read the books they had like um 
uh, oh, like exhibits of the arena for the people of the capital, or you could see this district, because we don't see much of the other districts. Maybe if they could explore that a little more, maybe like different Hunger Games in the past. That would be yeah. really, really interesting to see. And like, it could give like so much more of a depth to the universe. And also like maybe the previous victors or some like records that were set, that would be, or even like what happened during the war, like, it would be so interesting to delve into all of that, and they can make a lot of money from it. So whoever's listening out there on the airwaves, <laughs> this say, is a potential know. idea. That's a fantastic idea. They actually, though, I don't know if you guys read it, but they released a prequel that I'm in the midst of reading oh. right now. It's the Songbirds of Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Of Songbirds How do and I not know that? I'm like I'm looking over because I have it on my nightstand, so like trying to see the video. <laughs> But it's very interesting because it tells the story of President Snow and how he came to be president, which is very like a fascinating route to go down, in my opinion. So I find it to be very interesting. However, I feel like they could release like another 20 Hunger Games prequels and it still wouldn't be enough. Like, I feel like it's with like with Star Wars. Oh, my gosh, there's no Star Wars world. Where's the Star Wars world? Wait, look. Like, that's true Star Wars is so many. there is one in Disney because I remember yeah. I've been and they do have a few coves okay. like dedicated to Star Wars so don't worry we're safe oh, okay. on that I promise Good. you there's also Thank the God. Fast and Furious one right and Universal I think and- yep all right guys <laughs> basically wraps up our show today you have been listening to WMSC Upper Montclair my name is Sabrina my name is Dodgy and my name is Issa And this has been the Tuesday edition of the Morning Buzz. I hope you all have a fantastic rest of your day and enjoy this nice weather.